I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. Today we are thrilled to be hanging out with Amelia Marnie as we chat all things Love Island, breakups and being single in 2022. Stay tuned to hear all the goss from Amelia. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Amelia. Hi guys, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat. Well, Amelia, I just have to say a massive congratulations because you are doing amazing things at the moment. I saw um, on your socials recently that you flew to London to be part of the Rimmel campaign. Look, mummy's been working and partying. She's been doing a little bit of both. I'm, I mean, it was a little bit unbalanced at the start. Like a few months ago, I was only partying and now I'm like picking up on work a bit more. But yeah, it was so exciting. I did um, for their new like thrill sh- uh, seeker, like mascara. So I was there in London shooting that and I went to this like amazing event there with them. And that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to put my head down, work as much as I can in London. And especially considering you guys are probably similar. A lot of, a lot of your followers from UK. Yeah. 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 So I was like, great. I can work with UK brands. It makes sense. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to hustle here. I went to one (laughs) event and then I, it was all downhill from then. I just partied the whole time. So look, I don't regret it. But it was a big party and a tiny, tiny bit of work. Well, I mean, you're recently single. So, of course, you needed to, like, soak it all up, have a bit of a hot girl summer. Do you reckon you've ticked that box now? hundred, a hundred percent. I feel like I ticked it. Like, look, I just kept going. I just, I remember thinking, I was like, I need to slow down. Like, I can't keep partying like this. But you know what? Like so many of my friends, like so many different groups kept coming and then they would come for like, it would be their first week. They'll be like, meet up with us in Ibiza. And I'll be like, okay, amazing. Still fresh, you know, fresh Ibiza vibes. And I was like, guys, I've already done this four times. Like, so it was incredible, but um, yeah, now I'm like more, my head's down. I got it all out of my system, all the celebrations, um, and yeah, I'm just ready to be zen and work. Well, look, speaking of girls' trips, you recently were on holiday. I think you were on holiday or away somewhere, um, and you were hanging out with one of my biggest girl crushes, Michaela Testa. Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, so we, she knew one of my friends that I was with um, Tuesday and then she was like messaging her in and out. We were going to meet up with her in Bali like a few months before that. So I'd been in Bali, like I can't even remember the timeline. I think it was May. So we were going to meet up with her there and then we were all in Europe at the same time. We were like, let's meet up in Ibiza. It'll be so fun. Um, And obviously I'd seen so much of her on TikTok and everything and I'd heard so much about her and it was so refreshing meeting her because she just has such a big heart. Like you can just see she is so sweet and she just really cares. Her generosity, I've never, like I haven't seen many people that have this like generosity where they just like care about other people and they want to make sure like they're always looking out for other people. But, yeah, she's such a sweet girl, like such a nice girl, so easygoing, just like, Yeah. yeah, just normal, just easygoing. 
when I saw you guys hanging out, I was thinking like, okay, so they're both going through breakups. Surely they would be bonding over that. Yes, definitely. Like we, we spoke about it a lot. I think our experiences were super, super different. And I think a lot more people were definitely like putting maybe pressure on them to get back together. I don't know. I don't know. That's just what I, I noticed. Like, I feel like it's always like, and people have really invested in their relationship. Like I saw TikToks that were like all these videos of them and stuff. And I was like, okay, where's my remixes? Like I want them. <laughs> no, but I was like, okay, but where's like my footage, huh? <laughs> no, but so people, it would be a lot of pressure for her. Whereas I feel like I had it at a lot smaller scale. And I think people, I don't know. I think, yeah, people, oh, I didn't actually get any, too much pressure or hate from the outside. It was actually nice because I was scared of that. I was like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm like some like person that's like either cheated or I've like, you know, like I'm like trying to run away from, I don't know. I just had an idea that people would think of me, but yeah, we definitely, I don't know how I've trailed to this, but yeah, we definitely bonded over the breakup, but we had completely different feelings towards our exes. All right. Well, on that, shall we talk about the breakup next and what happened between you and Josh? Let's do it. It was unfortunate to hear about you and Josh breaking up. Um, you guys did your posts on your separate respectful Instagram accounts. Do you want to tell us a bit about what actually happened and what led to the breakup? Yeah, I mean, I can only speak on my experience and I would never like speak on anything that, you know, he was going through or any anything about him. So I guess when I think there's so many factors to what led us to getting to a point where we decided to go our separate ways. And I think the, it all stems down to that. We are so, so different. Like even now, like even when we were together, people would be like, wow, you guys like are so different, which can be a really great thing in a lot of relationships. But I think, I don't know, in our, maybe what we wanted from each other, even like the way that I express love was so different. Like I'm very affectionate and I love to always, I'm very passionate. So I'm always like talking about it. So I want someone to almost, you know, that's how I understand love as well. Like someone talking to me about how much they love me or me and me telling that and expressing that and also being very physical and stuff like that. And which is, is some people that that's, it's not natural for them. That's not how they show love or that's not how they, feel loved which is so fine but Mm. that was a big part as well I think we in that sense as lovers we were very unmatched so that was a big thing for me which I didn't I couldn't put my finger on it like I just couldn't it's like it always there was always some kind of like questioning in my mind not in him because I really did deeply love him as a person but I just felt like I was like, I'm just never getting what I need almost. And that's important in a relationship as well. And it is so important. And now I realize that like there is some non-negotiables that if it doesn't work for you and you're not getting what you need or you're not even able to give what you usually give in in a partner, like, or you're, you know, because there's certain things you might suppress because you're not feeling comfortable to do certain things or give certain things of you because you're not, it's not reciprocated. Mm. or you don't feel comfortable so yeah I feel like even from the beginning there was always kind of insecurities and I think the way we met as well I had him on this really high pedestal I was going into the show he was like the favorite one but I did I liked him from the beginning from the promo videos I was like him he's the funny one like he's cute like he's the one I want so going into (laughs) it in with that kind of 
headspace where you're like, oh my God, like I like this person so much. I've been watching him for six weeks straight live. Like, and then you go in for that person. You're like, okay, I'm going to like put everything I can because I want him to like me back. So then I went in there. He liked me back. Thank God. But I would do little things to check in if he was interested in me. And which back then I was like 22, I was a lot more insecure. And like, I would say little things like, oh, I can see you being my boyfriend on the outside. And he'd go, really? And I'd be like, yeah. (laughs) And there'll be nothing back. And then I would have a tantrum and cry for an hour in the corner. And I'd be like, he doesn't want me. He doesn't want me. So then that built another, you know, level of like me feeling like I wasn't good enough. So then I just kept on, it kept on being like that, which was not his fault at all. And of course he did give me reassurance in the way that he could. So it started off like that. And then coming out, Everyone was like obsessed with him, and there was guys that would say, "You're punching Amelia." What? But I had this like um, storyline in my head that I was not worthy of him, and I was so lucky to be with him. Which, no matter who it is, if it's a fucked up celebrity or whatever, like if I was dating Johnny Depp, like it doesn't matter. Like no one is better or not. Like it should be, and you should feel balanced and feel worthy of it and that was an issue in me I just never felt like I was I deserved his love or anything and then it just was a disaster from the beginning but we worked on a lot like we we went to therapy and we and he we both both of us grew so much as people I let down a lot of insecurities I trusted his love more and I got to a place where I knew he loved me and he knew I loved him but at the core of it I think we still were so different So, yeah, it took me a long, long time, but I felt like there was a lot of things that kept popping up. We would have the same kind of fights and, yeah, we just really just, yeah, we just grew apart as people. And But the moment that we, like, separated, I was like, oh, my God, like, I feel like myself again. Like, I feel like I know who I am again. I know what I care about. I know what my values are. I know what I want from a person. I know what kind of person I am in a relationship and I know what I can give. And I just, I've never felt more myself again. I'm so happy for you. So you said before that um, at the start of the relationship with Josh, you struggled, I guess, to get validated by him. Did that continue throughout the whole relationship or did slowly that change? Yeah, I think it was a mixture of, I reckon it's nine, I don't know, maybe this isn't the correct percentage, 90% me of like being super, I'm just, I was such a different person and then I was so deeply insecure. I just had no self-worth. So it was that combined with someone that naturally doesn't, you know, express their love. It's just a recipe for disaster. So definitely along the way, we both learnt, I learnt to accept his love and I learnt to feel relaxed in that and he also learnt to show it. Um, So at the start, I think it was, you're still in the honeymoon phase and you're having so much fun with the other person, but there's still so many doubts. But maybe there was also doubts because we weren't the right match. Like we were mismatched. Like, of course, there were so many things about us that were matched, but I think deep down we were mismatched at the end of the day. And I think that's the crazy thing about Love Island is you can meet someone, and I feel this way as well, you can meet someone who you really get along with and you enjoy hanging out with and you meet them in this holiday glamorized environment and it does, you're right, like when you said that I really resonated with it, really puts them on a pedestal. Um, But a lot of the time 
you know, it is a mismatch. Like you guys were the longest standing couple. My relationship from Love Island lasted a year and it was a fucking shambles. <laughs> it was a, it was just it was just not it. And, you know, I think um, speaking just from personal experience, I felt like there was a lot of pressure to stay together. Um, so my question to you, I guess, is did you feel that same pressure? Um, yeah, I've thought a lot about this because a lot of people have said that to me and a lot of people have said, oh, you must have stayed together like because of the show and you were the last couple and stuff. And I think the biggest pressures I had was that I wanted it to work so deeply because I am the type of person when I commit to something, I am 100%. I leave no stone unturned. Like I would do anything to make it work because I just wanted it to work with him. And when I'm committed to something, like I say, I said this the other day to someone, I was like, I've been vegan for nine years and I've almost lost the, my reasons to be vegan just because I've been doing it for so long. But when I commit to something, I don't, sometimes I don't even know why I'm doing it. <laughs> no, I do know. I love animals, but I'm like, my passion for it might drop, but I still commit, stay to it and I still make sure it works. So I tried everything with him. Like I did not want to give up because I was like, I love this person. I want to make it work. But in that I, I lost love for myself. So yeah, I don't know. It's hard for me to pinpoint if it was pressures from the outside. I think if anything, I was scared of the break when I got to the point of where I knew I, we, we wanted to break up. I was scared that people would hate me or judge me or think I cheated or think I did something horrible. Um, that was the only thing, but I definitely didn't stay with him for the outside because I, I always believe like happy, like it doesn't matter. Happy, happiness and love is the most important thing. Yeah. And that's why I kept pushing to make it work. I was like therapy, this, that, let's do this holiday. Let's move in. And, yeah. and I think even moving in, I was like, Oh my God, if we move in, that means he really loves me. He wants to be with me. Like if we do this, that means he wants to be with me. If, if he's going to propose to me, that means, you know, it's going to fix everything. And I think that's also an issue in itself because those kind of things aren't going to fix the relationship. If anything, it should strengthen it, I guess, but you shouldn't want to do it to, because it means like that's, they want to be with you. And yeah, it was, I was just obsessed with the idea of him wanting to be with me. Well, look, speaking of cheating, because you mentioned that before, there were rumors going around that obviously before you guys broke up, you had gone to Coachella. There was rumors that you had met this guy in LA. Do you want to clarify that for us? <laughs> yeah. So I had a really big issue with that just because the type of person I am, I am so ridiculously loyal, like to a point where even if I was so mentally checked out, I would never even flirt with someone like when I'm in a relationship I'm just doom like tunnel vision for that person so it did really bother me um and I know that I heard like on his breakup podcast because he's got his own podcast he was like you know like she went to Coachella people were saying like maybe she cheated I don't know and I and I'm like you know babes babe do you know me where did they get this rumor from because obviously there's no smoke without fire I think that people like to start drama and I think like what better drama than like you know this girl that's like living her life in in um America and at Coachella and with all the girls and then her boyfriend's at home like it's such that is fucking juicy but um there was I remember when I was I remember when I was in um in America, I'd only been there for two days. I was working. I wasn't even at Coachella yet. I was doing photo shoots. I've been there two days. Do you think this girl has enough time? I was jet lagged. Mummy needs to sleep off that jet lag. But um, 
I, I was literally in a photo shoot. Like I was in a hotel room in a photo shoot day two of being there and people were already like commenting stuff like I heard she cheated. I heard this. And I was like, at least if say, if someone saw me at Coachella and I was talking to a guy, which I didn't even talk to any boys there. I watched, I watched other people. I watched my friends talk to boys and I was like, so like that would have made sense. Like if not made sense, but that would have been a better story if I was at Coachella and they're like, yeah, I heard at Coachella, but I wasn't even there yet. I was like, babe, I'm fresh off this flight. I'm at this photo shoot. There's no time. There's no time. Do you and Josh stay in communication? Um, when we first broke up, we did. It was actually quite hard because we still had the apartment and we had like a few more, like maybe five more weeks of our lease. So I was going in and out of the country um, to work and stuff. I think that's what was happening. And yeah, and then I had a trip plan with my friends. I can't remember. But so I was going in and out. So then each week I was away, he would stay in and then we would take turns. I'd stay in Airbnbs in Sydney. And that was like the hardest part of it wow. because we just had to take turns and then we would sometimes bump into each other. And seeing your ex freshly after you break up is the worst idea because there's so much like heat still. And one person might say something online that can be like interpreted one way. So it was not like a good idea. Definitely not a good idea to see like bump into each other. But now, no, we don't speak. Um, in the breakup um, post that you actually put up um, about Josh, you there was a couple of things that stood out. You said we portrayed a happy, healthy relationship, but there was challenging moments that we didn't share. Can you share some of those challenging moments with us now? Yeah, I think there was times where we would just disagree on like certain things that maybe were like important like to me or important to him. And I think as well, because we were both, you know, in the industry and in the same roles as well, I think it's quite hard because you spend a lot of time with them and, you know, we work together, we did everything together. So yeah, there was just times where, and stem going back to how I was saying, we're just so different. We would disagree with so many things, but we would also not, we just were on different pages with things. Like we just, the way we communicated was so different as well. So I, we were just so different. So I just wasn't getting what I needed from a partner and yeah, we were just super different. Is this as well? Like you'd see, I'd see you guys post TikToks and you guys like looked really happy and were you like, what's the word, advertising this thing that you guys are in this happy relationship but like behind the scenes there was like a lot more like that you we didn't see like arguing or like that miscommunication because I feel like I don't I don't like like my ex would want to post happy stories and that and I'm like no like we're not happy why give this false thing to all our followers that we're in this happy relationship and make these young girls think that like this is what a relationship should look like when it's not. That's not the truth. No, I couldn't agree more. And I think towards the end, like the last few months, I remember I just couldn't post him because I just felt like it was fake from my end. And I remember we spoke about it. He actually said to me like, oh, you haven't posted me for a while. Like you, I think maybe in his head, he thought that I was trying to portray I was single or something. 
but it wasn't that it's that I just felt like it was really fake. Like, I just felt like I can't pretend I'm happy because I am so like deeply depressed. Like, I just don't feel happy. I just, I'm crying every day. I just, I feel lost. I feel, I don't know who I am. And it wasn't like his fault. It was just that I think I was just realizing that I, we would just went right for each other and that I was like lost in who I was because when you're dating the wrong person, you just feel it's like confusing. Cause you're like, I'm not even being my, my true like self. And I don't feel like, I don't, I can't even explain. It's like in the core of you, it just doesn't feel right. Speaking of Josh, um, he is in Mallorca for Love Island at the moment. Can you tell us more about that? Well, he told me before, because we were still together, and obviously the year prior we both um, participated in After Party and then he actually went to the villa and was interviewing everyone before they went on. So he was already working on it. So in my understanding, I assume he's working on it again, but I have someone had messaged me, like a journalist, saying, did you hear that? he's going on as a um, contestant. And I went, no, no, he's not. And then I went, wait, what? Really? So, look, I don't know what you guys have heard, but I would love to know. No, I don't, like, obviously I would be so happy for him because I know, like, and TV is, like, something that we both love to do. So, yeah, I mean, I... I mean, I would be shocked only because I remember posting on my stories one day saying something like, oh, um, I would do TV again. I wouldn't do Love Island Australia, but I'll do TV again. And then he thought that I meant I would do UK Love Island or something. And he thought it was quite disrespectful, which it probably was because I said it quite maybe a month or two after the breakup. So it probably was too soon and a bit um, insensitive of me. But, yeah, I would be really shocked if he did it only because he – got a you know a little bit annoyed that I he thought that I was saying I wanted to do it again let's just say hypothetically Josh is on this season of Love Island which is unconfirmed but we I mean a journalist has contacted you about it we've heard through the grapevine that he is on the show how would that make you feel if you like see him like or hear about him finding love in there yeah, I think it would actually make me feel really happy if he found someone. I think, like, as weird as it sounds, I almost want, like, I, there's nothing more I want. Like, when we first broke up, there was nothing more I could imagine. I was like, I cannot imagine you with someone else. Like, that feeling, it makes me feel sick. Like, you know, when you, you're you so, like, besotted by someone, you're like, I even though you know it's not right, you're like, I just, I can't see with someone else. I don't like, you almost don't want them to be with someone else at the, like when you're in a relationship with them, obviously, because they're yours. Now I've come to a place where I am hoping (laughs) I'm like, please, like I actually want him to be with someone else just because I want him to be with the right person. I want him to be with someone that, you know, has the same love language as him. I want him to be with someone that is going to give him everything that I could in and he can give them, you know, and they work together and they mesh and, and he's happy. You know, he's, we've both in that relationship done so much work on ourselves as partners. So I just think with the right person, he will be a really good partner. So I actually am like hoping whether it's Love Island or not, I'm hoping he does. He, if he doesn't have someone now, I hope he, I hope he does soon. Will you watch the show? A hundred percent. What? As if. 
it will be a little bit weird. And because I know him so well, I'll be like, no, that's a lie. No, 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 no. Like there'll probably be parts where I'm like, absolutely not. But I will, it will be so entertaining for me. And because I'm at a place where there is literally no feelings anymore. Like there is no, it's almost, a, I, yeah, it's, it's bizarre because I spent four years in love with someone and now yeah. I am not. I'd be so jealous. Really? Yeah, no, I, I would find it. I The only things that would be weird, I wouldn't, I would probably look away when he's kissing and stuff, but I would still find it entertaining. I would, I don't know, is that crazy? No. You just know that I'm 100% over him. Let's jump straight back in. So how long have you been single for now then? Okay, so I think it was April we broke up, so. May, June, July, August, September, like five, yeah, five, almost six, almost, it's gone really quick, but we didn't announce it straight away. How long did you wait? It was over a month, I'm pretty sure. It was like, and I was towards, I remember saying, like, I I had my, I had it ready to go. I was like, I just want it to be 100% done. I want people to stop asking me in person or stop messaging me. Why has Josh not been on your like stories? Why are you in Bali with your friends without him? Like, where's Josh? And I'm like, oh my God, like leave me alone. So, and also I felt awkward every time. I don't like lying. So when people at events and stuff are like, and where's Josh today? I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was like, yeah, he's at home from, I don't know. And also it's like, as silly as it is, it's another step of the breakup when you have a public relationship. You have to consider that because, I mean, we could have just not told anyone, but then we also kind of owe it to everyone because we are so public. So you kind of do need to, if you're going to update them with every other aspect, you need to kind of let people know, like, by the way, this has ended. Like, like it's crazy that I have to tell you guys, but but it's that's the reality of it. Did you feel relieved when you finally got to put that post up, just kind of like cementing the fact that you were once again single? Yeah, I think it was more like, oh, okay, now everything is 100%. Like there's not really any turning back. Like this is like because I think before you kind of make it public, it's like almost when you tell your group of friends that you've gone through the breakup, there is still that part that's like, maybe I can still go back. Like maybe because you don't want to go too much back and forth. Like guys, we broke up. No, we didn't. We broke up. No, we didn't. So when you make it so like public, it's like telling, it's like telling all your friends at school, like it's officially done. It's like telling your parents it's done. Um, So yeah, it kind of cemented everything. I was like, okay, there's no going back. This is the next chapter for me. And yeah. Yeah. Did your uh, DMs flood with some guys messaging you after that? (laughs) (laughs) um there was like a few there was one that slid in that's still um very much in my life (laughs) is this the one that you uh may have soft launched the other day on instagram with a little black love heart yes yes so hold on a second are you in a new relationship look at the moment i am committed to 100 percent one person this is what i mean i'm so loyal when i'm (laughs) i'm so happy for you this is so exciting you've had the exclusivity chat yeah yeah and i am like that kind of person like i've realized like even when i was in europe i just 
I wasn't because I met him before. I actually met him before I went to Europe. And that's another reason I just was like, I'm not, I just, I'm not interested in any, like there's, when I've found something I really like, I'm just like tunnel vision for it. And I just, I, yeah. So, you know, I did have my, you know, single experience, but at the end of the day, I'm like, if it's something really good comes around and they are really suited to you, like definitely pursue that and see where it goes. Um, but yeah, I did worry. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I've just jumped into another relationship so soon. Am I actually ready for it? But I just, I feel like I am. I feel like a different person. Like I'm, you know, I've grown up a lot since from the beginning of that other relationship. So how long has he been your boyfriend for? So we've been seeing each other. So we met about three weeks before I went to Europe. So I think we've been, we've, yeah, we've been, like I've been pretty much committed to him for like three months. Yeah. Do you think that um, meeting him kind of pushed you over the edge to potentially break up with Josh? No, I met him before I went to Europe. Oh my God. No, no, no. Yeah. I see what you're saying. No, no, no. I am. No, no. Oh, good. Yeah. I think I met him about maybe two months after we'd broken up. And then I saw him. Yeah. So him for another month. Yeah. That's the right timeline. So I met him two months after we broke up. Then I saw him for a month before I went to Europe. Then I was in Europe for a month. And then I now I've been back home for a month. So yeah, we've been seeing each other for just over three months. Can we know who this guy is? Like, does he have a name? Um, no, he's not an Insta, Insta boy. He's not like on socials, which is like amazing. And I did not, Well, I mean, whoever, like if the right person came up and they had a social media platform, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't be like, oh no, no, no. But I definitely like, I think now I want to make sure my job is completely different to my partner. I want to make sure our lives are completely different. I want to have completely different schedules. So we're not like on top of each other and yeah. Yeah. So where we have completely completely different lives. Now it makes sense why you don't care that Josh could potentially be on Love Island. Now it's all making sense because I was like, surely she can't well, be was, okay with this. I was thinking <laughs> if he does go on there, that'd be the perfect time to hard launch your boyfriend. <laughs> just Ma- Matt, just Matt, at the same time. Just Matt's like, your publicist. Yeah, that'd be the perfect <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. He's like, so the timeline, this will be really good. <laughs> I think he is a lot more private as well. So I'm probably going to keep him a little bit incognito Mm, but are you are you thinking of a hard launch because i mean we did see the soft launch is there going to be a hard launch soon um i think i need to i mean i i hundred percent see a future with this person like i'm i'm like i have the best feeling about it so um but i yeah and i get so excited because a part of me is like keep it private amelia and then another part's like ah so (laughs) I don't, I, I don't know yet. I'm like, maybe I'll just keep posting like sunrise pics of his back. Yeah, <laughs> for now. <laughs> How old is he? Um, He's 27. I'm 26. I'm 26. Yeah. So we're pretty much the same age. Yeah. Nice. That's good. Oh, I'm happy for you. You can tell how bubbly and how excited yeah. you get when you talk about it. It's cute. Yeah, I can it's I sweet. can tell yeah. that you're really happy. It's beautiful to see. Oh, you're so cute. Yeah, I'm really, really happy. But you know what? I would have been happy with or without. Like I was already, I think in myself, I'm happier. Me trying to like overcompensate. I'm like, guys, I I haven't moved on too quick. I think there's a bit of guilt for me. I don't know why, but I just feel a little bit like, 
oh, oh, I think there always is that kind of feeling when you've, you know, moved on. I feel like after a breakup, you're not really looking to meet the one. Um, and I guess that's like the, that's when everyone says you meet them when you're not looking. So it kind of makes sense that you would have met someone yeah. who's amazing and, you know, you guys are super compatible. It makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should feel guilty about it. Yeah. No, no, no. I know. I know. I always, I'm always going like this back and forth. I'm like, oh yeah, it's great. Oh no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's just <laughs> me naturally. What are his love languages? I think they are um, words of affirmation. So that's my top one as well. Then it would be um, quality time. Or maybe it's quality time first. Um, then I think acts of service, physical touch, and the last one would be gifts. So it's ticking your boxes then for what you look for? So no prezzies for me. <laughs> <laughs> gifts, I'm like, oh. No, gifts is my last one as well. So Same it actually, we, we work very well together. Yeah. Mm. Oh, babe, I'm so happy for you. You look really, truly happy. And I guess that's all we can want, um, yeah. you know, for our friends. So it's beautiful to see you um, absolutely glowing. Where do you see yourself like in the next few years? Like, do you think that this guy is the one? Um, I hope so. I think in the next few years, I, it's conflicting for me because I really want to focus on work. I want to focus on creating my own business. I want to focus on doing all these endeavors that I want to work on. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think a partner is a distraction or anything. I think they can complement your life. But I think in terms of my mindset at the moment, I'm definitely like, so grateful that I've met someone incredible, but I do want to, I am very like in my mind right now, business, like almost money focused. I'm like, okay, what can I do to set myself up in the future? So right now I have a feeling the next few years are going to be my hustling years that will come along with an amazing partner. So hopefully we'll see. So the next few years, I think definitely business orientated. Like I'm like, I want to have my own business. I want to do this. I want to do that. So yeah, definitely work is my in my goggles well we are supporting you here at where's your head at we've absolutely loved chatting to you thank you so much for sharing um all of your exciting news with us like we genuinely are so happy um for you and we can't wait to see what happens in the future with you with your businesses with your relationship we can't wait for the hard launch lots of exciting things i know thank you guys so much for having me it was like this is like my favorite podcast i've ever done it was so much fun bye guys bye